writing conferences. Ah! Sometimes they're amazing. And sometimes there's moments of horror. Writing conferences are a wonderful opportunity to learn about the publishing and writing process. If you have time and the funds, I highly suggest you go to a whole bunch. And I have conference tips and a few horror stories to tell about my experiences during writing conferences. Hi, I'm Autumn Bardot. Welcome to my channel. Here you will find quick tips, author tools, and hopefully even a little bit of inspiration. I'm going to do a whole series on conferences in honor of the two sessions that I will be presenting at at the Historical Novel Society conference. If you are a subscriber, a big welcome. And if you are new to my channel, thank you for clicking and watching. I've got nine tips and I'm going to share some chilling experiences <laughs> that I've had at writers conferences. Here we go. Listen when people in the industry, in the know, tell you something, give you advice, a nugget of wisdom, whether it's about the writing craft, insider publishing information, or social media. I was waiting in a very long query line many years ago to go do the, you know, pitching with the agents. And I asked the writer in front of me what his story was about. No kidding. He launched in with, in the beginning, and proceeded to just, I don't know. I said, no, no, I don't want a summary. You need to prepare a one sentence pitch or what they call an elevator pitch. You know what? He sneered and said, impossible. It cannot be done. The agents will just have to listen to me. Good luck with that. The industry expectation is that agents expect the writer to have that one sentence or few sentence elevator pitch that encapsulates the story, the story arc, the characters, their struggles, their conflicts, and perhaps even a theme. It needs to wonderfully articulate in an intriguing manner for them enough to want to ask for a partial or a full. Another horror story, in a critique session after the writer had read a two-page excerpt of their manuscript, the agent asked how that related to their story. The writer replied that it was just filler, but it was really pretty and beautiful and didn't relate to the story at all. He needed more words. When the critique team Agents, editors made up that team, suggested cutting it because it was not adding in any way to the, the plot or the characterization or the conflict. The writer said, oh, okay, I'll cut it and I'll put it at the end of the story. Another time I was in a query line, I was in a lot of query lines. I asked the person behind me what their story's theme was and she insisted that it was love. I told her that love isn't a theme, it's a topic. A theme would be something like the power of love, the cost of forbidden love, the healing power of love, whatever. She rolled her eyes at me. 
You know, it's good to have a theme or two. Themes really are universal. Number two, groan inducing questions. I'm a teacher, as some of you know, and um, there are such things as dumb questions. Here are some of the questions that I've heard at writers conferences in huge workshops. By huge, I mean, you know, over 50 people are attending. What are your submission instructions? Um, they're on the agent's website. Mm. How do I write a query? Just type in, how do I write a query in the search bar of Google and you'll get millions of hits. You can even check out my video on query do's and don'ts. What genre do you represent? That is on the agent's website. Why do I need an agent? Once again, there is a plethora of information out there. Do some research. The more you go in prepared with a good understanding of the publishing business, the writing business, the better, more effective questions you will be able to ask. Conferences are good for beginners, but you need to know something, just a little something so that the other 90 people sitting in on that workshop don't go, oh, please look it up on your phone. Number three, familiarize yourself with the writing process and the terms. I've had lots of new writers ask me things like, what is genre or characterization or plot or conflict or any of what they call that literary stuff? It's fun to help them out. I mean, I teach that stuff after all. But if you have a manuscript in your hands, you should have looked up the basics first. Another line story, right? So the writer in front of me was telling me that she was writing a murder mystery. And I said, ooh, what is the POV? She said she had no idea. But it didn't matter because she told a great story. The industry expectation is that writers know what their POV is and what are good POVs for certain things, especially things like a mystery. I had another conversation with a writer and I asked her what her conflicts were because novels should always have lots and lots of conflicts. It's what drives the story forward. It helps with characterization and theme. She told me she didn't have any conflicts. That conflict was not necessary because she told a good story. The industry expectation is that you have lots and lots of conflict. Conflict and emotion. Conflict and emotion. And follow a story arc. Number four, research. Research the industry expectations and standards. There is so much information out there. How to write a query, how to write a summary, how to do a one sentence pitch. I've done a lot of videos on them as well. Let your fingers do the Googling. I was once in a very large session with lots of agents and editors and a person stood up and they announced quite proudly that he didn't worry about editing or grammar or typos because that's what your editors are for. I don't know all that grammar and punctuation crap. The publisher will fix it up. There was a collective loud groan from the audience. 
And then the agent explained why it was very important for them to receive a polished draft. Did that writer accept that answer? No, he argued with the agents. He argued with the editors of these big publishing houses. <laughs> Not only did this demonstrate his complete lack of understanding about the whole process, who would want to work with such an argumentative person who would take absolutely no advice? The answer, nobody. If you don't know all your grammar and punctuation crap, hire an editor, a good one. It'll cost some money. Number five, network. Now is your chance. Talk to everyone. Ask questions, not the dumb ones. Introduce yourself. Friend each other on Facebook and TikTok and Instagram and all those social media websites. I've attended way too many conferences where during the lunch and dinner, they, they just seat you somewhere randomly or you don't know of anybody. And so you just go sit at a random table with that has like maybe 10 people around it. Invariably, they're sitting there on their phone, not saying anything. Connections, people, they matter. I always start with, hi, I'm Autumn Bardot, and I write historical fiction and urban fantasy. How about you? Make connections. Don't blow the opportunity. Number six, embrace the challenges. I can't tell you how many times I've heard writers and authors complain about social media, having to do the social media, have to be present on social media, and new writers especially wanting to do any social media at all. It's not fair. I don't want to. I just want to write. I can't figure it out. It's too confusing. Another writer I know complained loudly at a workshop that they just had no desire to do any social media, that that was on the publisher to promote them. Well, she made it really clear to all those agents and editors sitting in the room that she wasn't going to do anything at all. My guess is she would get a hard pass. Number seven, determine if the conference you want to attend is right for you because there are all different kinds. And if you're going to put out the money for them because they're never cheap, you want to make sure that it's meeting what your needs are at the time. So what would be great for a beginner writer might not necessarily be anything that a established writer would need anymore. I once attended a pitch session where the panel of agents argued and insisted that my novel should be classified as YA. No, my protagonist doesn't even fall in that age range at all. There was just a mystery component to it where they were finding a mystery of what was happening at a girl's prep school. That didn't make it YA. That made it a setting. I didn't say that at the time because frankly, I was probably too much of a newbie and a little bit, okay, a lot frightened. And one of them asked me, can you make the protagonist YA? I'm thinking, no, she was in the middle of getting her doctorate. No, no, it cannot be YA. But I walked out going, what was that all about? 
I've attended great conferences with amazing amounts of information. And I've been to not so great conferences where I just felt harassed. One conference coordinator tried to bully me into attending an all night critique session. No, no, I, I don't want to go to an all night critique session. No. Check the conference's website. Look at the sessions offered. Look at the agents who are attending. Are those that are attending actually taking stuff in your genre? Are the sessions meeting your needs? I've looked at places that I really wanted to go for a conference and then I realized it was all read and critique and I didn't want that. So even though it was in this fabulous location, I thought, ooh, I could sit there and write. It was mostly like read and critique sessions, which I was not interested in. I would do it now, but only if I got to be the critiquer. If a conference offers critiques that an agent or editor gives, and usually it's for like a pretty nominal fee, I advise that you do it. You'll get really good, honest feedback. I've always done those and I always came back feeling really good. Number eight is beware. Don't believe what other writers say all the time. Check the facts for yourself. You've got that handy dandy phone. Somebody claims to have 10,000 Twitter followers, yet yeah, you can get that information. If somebody claims to be an award-winning author, yeah, what was the award? Did they buy that award? Because you can do that. Somebody claimed to have an amazing website? Well, just Google it, you're right there. Just bam, done. I've left sessions where the presenter claimed to have all these awards and when I actually digged into it in the first 10 minutes of her spiel that they were all paid for awards. Okay, bye-bye. I also ran into a writer who was walking around and telling everybody that she heard, heard, that one particular agent was no longer taking any new clients on. Everybody canceled their pitch session with that agent and guess what? It was a lie. They were taking new clients. Very tricky and a little bit devious. Here's a few tips for conferences. Now we've got Zoom conferences now, but hopefully in the years to come in the next year, we will have live conferences again, which I am really looking forward to. When I would pitch to agents, I would put their headshot in my phone pics, and that way I knew what they looked like. I had that pretty much up front. You can actually put that all of their headshots on the phone. That way, if you run across them or whatever, they, you're like, ah, that's what they look like. If your elevator pitch does not flow off your tongue, then you need to keep practicing. In the beginning, a lot of us don't even get it right until we're actually at the conference and everybody's talking about their elevator pitch and you're like, oh, mine sucks, I need a better one. So you're writing it in the evening or during the conference and then you just can't remember it. Once again, put it on your phone, look at it through the day, memorize it, you know, it's homework. Take notes, be adaptable, be open to new ideas. Come home and put everything into action. My last video in the conference series will be the 10 things you need to do right after a conference. Research your genre, research your agents, research the publishing industry, research the conferences. Do you have a writing conference tale to tell? Was it horrible? Was it amazing? I would love to hear and please share it in the comments. I hope you join me for my next video, which will be 
What kind of conference attendee are you? If you haven't already, I would love if you would hit that subscribe and notify button. And as always, writers, dream, create, and embrace. Bye-bye.